mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam. This is our 46th episode. Um, talking about a new movie. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I've uh, been taking this controversy a little bit seriously. Because how can we, as a society, function if a dramatization of a real event omits a small portion of it in favor of a serious moment that adds depth and emotional impact to one of the most important scenes in history. I'm talking, of course, about the uh, the new movie First Man, which has received a considerable amount of flack for omitting a scene which we all know the scene, uh, having seen the video footage at some point in a history class or a science class or something like that because it's a monumental occasion, which I work with people who don't believe actually happened, but that's neither here nor there. Um, now, the uh, the moon landing. Uh, the, the scene that they omitted, of course, is the planting of the flag. Now, let's talk about, number one, why this is a ridiculous controversy. and get this out of the way early. Ridiculous controversy because the scene is actually in the movie. They don't show a flag being planted, but they do show a flag on the moon. There are so many flags in this movie that you would have thought that it was a movie called Independence Day or something like that. And somehow, uh, short of the speech from Independence Day being in this movie, that's the only way to get more patriotic. Um, I think one of the other issues people have is that it diminishes the role of the moon landing. That I can see. It does diminish the role of the moon landing in bankrupting the Russians trying to imitate um, during the Cold War. Because it does show that like people were protesting, people weren't pro that. But they put it into the context of it was during the era of Vietnam and they didn't know what to do. And there was a lot of... A lot of people were like, why are we putting so much trust in the government? The government's actively, actively lying to us. So if you've seen like the Post, you know what the general time period was like um so yeah um i don't know that's that's the least of the concerns with this movie um the other concerns um there aren't many it's actually it's a pretty solid movie uh ryan gosling has a great performance as um what's it called as uh, neil armstrong which is really who the movie's about because even buzz aldrin gets uh very little time Corey stoll playing buzz aldrin um and uh, the trailers are very misleading, so if you're looking at the trailers and seeing um, June Armstrong, or uh, I think her name was June, um, flipping a shit constantly, like Ray Donovan's wife, um, then you're going to be uh, disappointed if you're looking for that in this movie, because really the only time she has like that meltdown in the trailer is about as long as the trailer, and it's with good reason, considering her neighbor across the street died in the Apollo 1 incident. So, it's a it's a well-founded fear she has that the movie kind of that the trailer makes it seem like she's just being an overbearing naggy wife. Um but 
considering there are all these other dead astronauts before them that they knew and they were friends with and they had dinner with and stuff like that, it makes sense that she would be this way. Um, so that's number, uh, that's, that's another problem. That really, just promotional material for this movie. I think I talked about that earlier this year with uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, what else have I got for this movie? Uh, the score is very good. The music is very good. The sound mixing is not, uh, which is surprising considering the movie is directed by Damien Chazelle of La La Land and Whiplash. The, the sound mixing, if you ask me, you can't really hear the dialogue, and I think that's to effect, because the dialogue that's being covered up is not dialogue that's important to me as a viewer, because I don't understand what the science is behind it. And the time that this happens is, it's to create a sense of, um, the frantic sense within the cockpit of first the Gemini and then in the Apollo mission. Um, because, like, that that's one of my the best parts of this movie, is we know that, we know the history. We know Neil Armstrong's going to live. We know he's going to come and he's going to uh, go. Like, we knew he was going to survive the Gemini. We knew he was going to survive the Apollo. But the movie still creates this sense of, um, what's it called? Uh, not dread, but suspense where you feel like you know, you, you don't know what's going to happen. Because, like, I didn't know the story of, that he I didn't know he was on a, uh, a Gemini before he was on Apollo 11. And I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, he's going to survive this, because obviously he goes on to walk on the moon. And um, when they're talking about, um, when they're doing that whole scene, um, because there's so few, few windows on these spacecraft, it's very hard to see anything in these scenes. And it, it, they do it with such good effect that you're kind of just not confused, but just, like, anxious the entire time. Because you, it, they, it goes out of its way to not give you visual or sound information about what's going on. Um, and another thing that, these movies, that the movie does very well is it creates a sense of, like, unease and, like, anxiety about being in it because a lot of it when they're in the when they're in the uh in the modules the way it's shot makes it feel like you're in it too with them and there's a lot of creaking and stuff like that which is a noise that like you would hear in like titanic but you know the titanic's sinking this is not the titanic this is it like it but there's a lot of like metal creaking on metal and things like that that just creates a sense of unease that you're basically in a in a in a, a rundown vehicle which it it's not it's a, it's a top of the line vehicle at the time but keeping in mind it's 1968 and it's not as uh, 19, 1969 and it's not as high uh high quality as we would have spacecrafts today um and another scene that they actually shot very well that i liked was the the when the apollo one goes up in flames and it kills all the astronauts um they tell he um, his neighbor who is um, Jason Clark. He tells he tells him, "Oh, I'm going to be on the Apollo One," and then we, the audience, who know what the Apollo One is, are like, "Holy shit, he's going to end up dying." Um, so they're going through the mundane, uh, the mundane, and then it cuts to um, Neil Armstrong at the White House talking to people about how it's safe, it's safe, it's safe, and then it cuts back to them. And it does a very good job of just building tension of um, dramatic irony because we know what's going to happen. The people in the movie don't. So it's a gr- dramatic irony is something that's great for building tension in scenes like this, and they do it very well. Um, 
And then, as you know, if you've listened to my review, uh, my, Peter, and Josie's review of um, Miracle, you know that I'm a sucker for this. When they uh, overlay, and instead of using the real, the actor's dialogue, um, they use the original dialogue, because they do it at the end of Miracle, where um, they slowly phase out the actors play in the commentaries and play the actual Do You Believe in Miracles track from the end of the movie. Uh, they do this here, too, uh, where there's a scene where at the end with one, st- one Small Step for Man, One Gently for Mankind, that they play Neil Armstrong's actual voice telling that, but remastered to match the movie's quality. Um, and then there was one other thing I wanted to do. I didn't take notes this time because it was a crowded theater. It's not like all about Nina, where there was like, I was the only one in the theater, I think. Um, oh, um, the scenes of him with his family, it makes you feel like you're there as well. Because the entire thing is shot like it was shot on a home video camera. Anytime that they're, to, that they're together, it looks like it's shot on a video on a home video camera. So it looks like you're being privy to information behind the scenes that's more private. And it feels more intimate in that way. Um, not in a voyeuristic sense, but more like you're... Uh, what's it called? Um, you are... Uh, like... It feels like you're watching a documentary rather than a movie when they show things in that way. Um, so yeah, we'll wrap it up there for today. I saw this movie in IMAX. Definitely worth seeing in IMAX. The sound, the, just for the way the sound works in the movie, that makes it worth seeing in IMAX alone. Um, so if you are on the fence about seeing this movie, then go see it. If you're on the fence about seeing this movie because of the American flag being in the movie, don't worry. There are plenty of flags in the movie. You're fine. Um, they didn't forget that it was an American who did this. Don't worry about it. We know America was involved. So, go see the movie. Um, if you're upset that they don't show him actively planting the flag, then you're not going to be happy. Um, and if that's something that concerns you, you probably aren't listening to this podcast. Anyway, so we'll wrap it up there for this week. Um, for the third episode of the week, um... We did um, A Star is Born uh, for the Monday episode a little bit early. Uh, then we did All About Nina, and now we're wrapping it up with First Man. Next week, we'll start off the week with Bad Times in the El Royale. So uh, we'll be back with that on Monday. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.